no. Okay. All right. Good morning, everybody. We are Mem Vov Omed Base. We are the pot, bottom of Mem Vov. Good morning. Good morning. We are the bottom of Mem Vov Omed Base. We are three lines from the bottom of uh, For those who are joining us today, the first time we're, all, we're always a block ahead. We're a step ahead of our time. So we're a block ahead. This way, you're, 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 you're prepped for the next block in case you learned it. Okay. So the Gemara is the Gemara had like this just to do a brief synopsis on on the on the Gemara. Is it we, synopsis? Synopsis, yeah. This a Yiddish art. This not the top in the Yiddish art. Okay, so we learned like this: the halacha was we had the shaila about a para that kicks a shor kicks a para or a para kicks a shor, and the child is found alongside it. When was the child born? Before or after it? So since we're talking about a short time, a short time is only Mishpalim Megufay. So now the question is, was it born before or after? If the Vlad was present, then the Vlad was part of the kicking. If not, not. So we had the Alokha was, Abaya said, so the Mishnah said, Chatzinazik Vervinazik. He collects half the damages from the mother and he collects a quarter of the damages from the child. Why? We're talking about the mother and child are owned by two different people. The para and the child are owned by two different people. So since they're owned by two different people, the para, the mother, the para says, hello, the Vlad was there while the kicking, and therefore there's an onus of responsibility from there. So for me, you can only collect one quarter. Normally, as a time, you could collect chotzinazek, but because I'm only half the damages, you can collect only. And from the from the child, the child says, hey, no, no, I was born before the kicking happened. You can collect nothing. So Sumcha says, Mom and So therefore, though normally I would collect half under the child, I can only collect or half of a half, I only collect an eight. So we said you ended up at three eights. So that was what Abaya answered the Mishnah. Because the Gemara had asked, the Mishnah said, you have a half. From the mother and a quarter from the child. So the Gemara asked, when do I have by a tam? You pay three quarters. A tam pays only chotzinazek. So I answered, no, a half means a half of the usual half from the mother, which is a quarter, and a half of the usual quarter from the child, which means an eighth. Total, you're getting three-eighths versus a half. Three lines from the bottom and above on the base. Otu echod mar bob benezek bechad benezek tony. According to Abaya, what are you getting? One quarter and one eighth you're getting. But the Mishnah doesn't say that. Otu nezek revi nezek tony. The Mishnah clearly says you collect a half and a quarter. So it doesn't sound like what Abaya is saying that what you're collecting is a quarter and an eighth. Elo meraba, and it's very interesting. This machloikis abaya verova and ganz shas we have machloikis abaya verova, but I like to say you look in Divrei Yoel from the Satan Rebbe, you see every parsha he finds something anti the anti Medina, right? You look in Sfatemis, he finds every parsha something special about Shabbos. Everybody has their mahalach, and they look at it, and they, you see they have a tear. Their neshama has a certain pull that it goes to each way. Abaya Verova, you look in Shas, except for one place in Shas, where it is 
Rav is always the linguistic one and Abaya not. In other words, often you'll have Abaya will be liberal with the translation. The Mishnah said, Chatzinezik, Ravinezik. Abaya says, no, it means half of half and it means half of a quarter. And that's it. And Rav says, no, no, no. It says half. It says a quarter. It means what it says. It says what it means. So it's interesting to see how Tanom and Amiram even today, everybody's got their way and their histocles in the world and they're consistent. Yeah, all of us, we, we have No. We're not talking about two owners. The Pura and its offspring that we see next to it are owned by the same person. And therefore, we learned the Gemara before, if they're owned by the same person, simple equation. The, the Nizik says, I don't care whether the child was born or not born. Either way, you owe me a chatzinezek, right? Because either the mother was with the child, you owe me a or not, regardless of that. So what does the mission mean? The problem is, by a time where you pay your hazik, only megufli from the behemoth itself, not from the other assets that the mazik has. So now we have a problem over here. If the para is over here, we find the para, no problem. Then the Nizik tells, I don't care either way, you owe me the Chatzinezik and I collect it from the para because one way or another, you're The problem is lesser para. If the para disappeared, it went like the Gemara said before, if I had it, I would be smart. I'd hide the para. You can't get to it. The only thing is over there, the child. Then then you get to pay a quarter of the Nezik of Vlad, not a half. Why a quarter? Because it's Mamana Mutl Because we don't know whether the Vlad was a kicker, was part of the mother when it kicked or not. So therefore, it's Mamana Mutl So meaning what? If we knew for sure that the child was in the mother when the mother kicked, then Mechel we would say for sure you could collect the full Chatzinezek from the Vlad, not only Ravinezek. I, it's only the Vlad. Doesn't matter. Why? Because the Gemara will say, The reason you collect only a quarter is because we didn't know whether the child was in the mother or not. So it's Mamana Mutl Basafik. But Kinakhe Iloy Hava. We don't know if it was there. If we knew with a certainty that the child was in the mother when the mother kicked, you would pay the entire chatzinezik mivlad. Why is that? After all, the vlad is certainly only a portion of the kicker. is not the full kicker, right? The mother kicked. Why am I paying the full chatzinezik from the vlad when the mother is not around? The aloche is a tam, you're only mishpal and megufay. The mother is not around. Why do we look at the vlad that we can pay it? A pora that causes damage, even though it's a tam, it's mishpal and megufay. The vlad, not a vlad that's born before a vlad that's born afterwards, you could be shtal my tame gufihi. We consider it as his goof. Zaktoishis. The Omar Rava Perikolasurum Bitmurbisan Hedrin. Vlad and Ervas Vanirva. We're gonna go further. Ach, let's go to Ach, five lines into Toysis. Ach Mishmaitin from our Sugya Yeshle Chiach. We can bring a chokha. He lesser lapara le shtalim mishtalim and avlat. Therefore, what do we have a proof? 
Tosis goes into the Shaila of somebody mentioned it yesterday. I think Eli Uber Yerach Imoy Uber Yerach Lav Yerach Imoy. Do I look at a at a Uber as a fetus being part of the mother or not? From our sugya, we see Uber Yerach Imoy because the mother kicked while she was pregnant with the baby. You're only Mishtala Megufa. The mother is no longer around. The baby is born. You can collect the full Chatzinezek from the mother. Must be. You should only be able to collect in as much as the as the Vlad kicked within the mother. Whatever its percentage is of it, but you shouldn't be able to collect. And now Tisa says, why? Because what happens if my ox and your ox together kicked another ox? And my ox disappeared, and only Abzisha, your ox, you notice, I make you be the one on the hook. Only your ox is around. Would we say that you can collect the full Chatzinezek from Zisha's ox? Of course not, because Zisha would tie My ox only caused half the damage. Aaron's ox caused the half, other half the damage. So, Ibazui, why can't I collect from the Vlad the full Chotzinezek? I should only collect from the Vlad in as much as its share of the Nezek was within the mother. Don't we know Of course, Zisha's not going to pay her. Zisha's not going to pay my chelik also. So why does the Vlad pay the chelik? It must be because Uber Yerech Imay. If we consider the Uber as part of Yerech Imay, so therefore, let's say the shark kicked with his leg. Does anybody have a half a minute to say that we're not going to pay from his ribs? That Chotzita and Ezek, he can't take from the ribs? Of course he could. So therefore, you could take from the Vlad the entire thing, even though the Vlad wasn't the entire damager over here. The Gemara says, you see, the Gemara does say, my the Gemara says, it's just goof. So Tosh says, it means even Orba Yerachimai. Why do you need Tosh for that? So Shittas Rabbeinu Tam, Kunt Rabbeinu Tam, and Rabbeinu Tam argues with Toistus. Rabbeinu Tam is one of the Balat but argues with this Balat Toistus. And Rabbeinu Tam says, no, Rav doesn't hold Uber Yerachimai. In fact, Uber is love Yerachimai. So the Shaila is, if Uber love Yerachimai, why is it different than two Shur, my Shur, and Rabzisha Shur that kick together? Why can't you collect the full thing? Zogat the Mishnah Lamelech in Rabbeinu Tam to understand how does Rabbeinu Tam Deal with Tosis's riot. Tosis has a good riot. Since over here, both of them, we all agree, both of them did the hezek together with one pula. It's different than the case of my shore and 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 somebody else's shore kicking. My shore and somebody else's shore kicking over there. Yeah. You can't be mechay of me for the other guy's shore part of his hezek over here. Since it's one kick, even if I hold uber lav yerech nevertheless, whatever that means but to say just to respond to you from the Gemara clearly it's not self-evident that it has to be over Yerachimoy because you see Rabbi Natam says no Rabbi says Gufoy the Gemara says Gufoy meaning that it's one kick and therefore the Vlad becomes Mechoyev on it even over Lab it's you with me Memzayin Amadalaf Rabbi five lines from the top Memzayin Amadalaf Domer Rabbi my tamagufi. Now the mission the Gemara says, but tarnagoyla shaziko. If I have a chicken that caused damages, then I can't collect from the eggs. 
I say uber yerachim. My tamer pirsha ba'almahu. Eggs is different than a baby. Eggs is a separate entity, and therefore I can't collect from the eggs. So the Rishonim say, you know what? I can't collect from the eggs. I can't collect the extra portion. In other words, let's say the chicken is fifty percent, and the eggs are fifty percent. Like Rashi Toysta said yesterday, we learned Shimon Ba'alma as an example. We said that you can collect the full 100% from the child, right? Because Uber Yerachimoi. When the Rova says, but a chicken and an egg is different, it doesn't mean you can, it means you can collect only the 50% from the chicken. The chicken was still the Mazdak over here also. So 50% you can collect from the chicken, but the excess 50% that normally from the Vlad, you can collect the full 100% from the Vlad because you say uber Yerachimoy. Legabadam, Beitz is not Yerachimoy. it's Prishabal. The other thing, just to bring in, because it's going to go in the next Gemara, and it's you saw it in all of Babakama that we're learning, and then. Um, the Zoomers know I like to kind of repeat a little bit of the stuff just to keep us uh, abreast with the thing. Toysia says the first place we learned the Machlokes of Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. When you have a short time that was mazik, the Allah is Mishtala Megufa, it gets paid from the Gufa Behemoth. So we had a Machlokes of Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel. Does that mean the Nizik, the guy who got damaged, he, he automatically owns a piece of that shore? Or, no, it means the mazik owns money, owes money like a hub with the security being the shard. Or does it mean you own? So we have learned, Rabbi Kiva says, you own a piece of the shard. The nizik huchlat hashar, the Gemara said. We learned it together. The shard automatically gets put that the nizik owns a, a piece of it. Rabbi Kiva says, no, husham hashar. We just evaluate it, kedei to pay it off. Look, this. Very good, Uber Yerch Imoyu. But if in fact the Pura ticked, and now what are we saying according to Rava? It's the China Shvatsa hit. Now, what are we saying according to Rava that the, we're going to collect the full damages out of the child because the mother is not here? Hold on a minute over here. This Pura, the minute after it kicked, you, Denizik, became a partner in it already. So part of your damages are already in that para. If the para got lost, it didn't only lose my para, it lost also the damage para. So why should I have to pay you a full half? Part of you got already got lost. Zoktoisis, ledibre, rubber, the top toises, loyasia, masnisin, krabakiva. You can't go according to rabakiva. Why? The kibun, the shutvin, ninu, according to rabakiva, the minute after my shar kicked your shar and damaged your para, you're already a partner in my shar. If so, I'm reading in kichicha mazik, vishusi de tarvayu. Now, when my shard gets lost, uh, so sorry, both of you. I only owe you the other half. You already got a piece of it. You're already a, a, a part in it. So, therefore, it can't go like that. And the reason I say it is important. How do you pass in that? It doesn't pass in that. No, Rabbi Kiva says, so it's a dinner in Mafreya. You're right. But in Mafreya, I go backwards. Once Bezin so says. Can, but we learned a few, a few blocks back that, that you. Guys go and sell the the, the para. Oh, you, you mean because of a shinui a shinui thing? What happens yeah, if yeah. he does that? We we learned first of all the shinui we talked about was to create that it shouldn't be a muyin for future hezeks, right? We said if we sell it, you lose the you lose the the concept of it being a tam, and now it becomes lose it being a muyin, oh, and it becomes 
We learned the different things. But that doesn't, it only means the sale's a sale, but you're still on the, you're still on the, on the hook, right? Oh, well, we have, you're right. Stickle, you're right, because we said that it has to be the same owner throughout the thing. All right. When we come to evaluate how much the damages are, there's two ways to evaluate the damages. One way is to look, how much is the child worth? Oh, you killed it. You killed the child. How much is that child worth? Another way is to look at it. How much is the behemoth worth pregnant? And how much is the behemoth worth not pregnant? Because when he kicked the para, he kicked the para, and the para was only mubarest. So therefore, ain't shaman le para bifne para. You you estimate it. Because if you don't, if you're going to evaluate it separately, you're causing the mazik to be at a disadvantage because that's a higher value, right? If you're going to value the para and the child separate, then there's a higher value to the child. If you're mafish, how much is a para worth who's muberis compared to a para that's not muberis? The differential is less than saying how much is a para with a living child and how much is a para with a dead child. So clearly, why the concept of uh, you're, you're weakening the mazik? The Gemara will ask already, who cares? Since when do we care about the mazik? If the halacha is that way, we don't care you're weakening the mazik. If that should be the halacha, that should be the halacha. That shouldn't be a reason. In other words, the re- and the Gemara will say a different reason. Same you find the koti yad You cut off the hand of your of 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 an evid of your chaber. Zotrashi ain't We don't estimate the hand on its own. Loimar saying. You have an Evet. Somebody comes over. You know what? I like your Evet's hand. How much do I have to pay you to get his hand? Therefore, the Vada Sholom, everybody who sees his is Evet is Sholom, you're going to have to pay the guy a lot of money. But let's go the other way around. I will show him an Evet. Rather, the way we do it is we estimate how much this Evet there. How much was he worth with the thing? And and uh, we have the same concept by Tsar, etc. How much you would pay or not? So the same thing over here. It's interesting. The Rishonim say the Rishonim stands. The Gemara could have also said why Kuteh Yad Abdi Shachaberet. It could have been We'll learn later on. The same thing when you, if you chop off your friend's hand, then the Allah is you estimate it by how much it would be he was worth before, how much he was worth after. So why does the Gemara say Abde? So there's a Rabchaim over here, Biskarov, Rabchaim on this shtickle that goes into the concept that there's a difference of Chayvul Bechaveroi compared to Mammon. Yat Shel Ebed is a din of Mammon. So therefore, it's similar to the, what the Gemara is talking about here. Sure, and a para edin shal moment. A chayvel bechaveray. There's a different kind of aloha of chayvel bechaveray, and therefore the Gemara didn't want to bring that, and rather brought this as a similarity. The same thing. If I damage a field of my friend, zotrashi kuches netiyosav. I cut off one of your trees. Or I eat one of your furrows. Is it called a furrow? One of the the lines of 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 your tour. We don't estimate it on its own. We see what would a big 
an acre of that field, how much would it worth? Kama is to your fatchilo with that one furrow in it. The Kama picks the Dhamma Bishal there. I'm missing one furrow. It's different than one furrow on its own. Therefore, Zuk the Chaznish, that's only true if the guy has a big field. So then you can say his Hezek was only perspective to the entire field. But let's say a guy owns only one furrow, then certainly you estimate what that one furrow is worth. It's only because he has a big field. How much is the difference? What are you telling me? The reason we do this is because we don't want the mazik to lose, to be on the downside. If the locha should be that the mazik should lose, why are we taking this way of estimating it to the benefit of the mazik? Maybe differently, Mishim. The Omerle, we say, What did I damage for you? A pregnant para. I didn't kill the child. I damaged a pregnant para. I'm going to estimate it as what the difference is. A pregnant para. says the separate thing. Who do we pay the damages to? What happens is when a para is moveris, the para gets fat from it. And it gets fat. And number two, the girth grows. You're not a farmer, Abzisha, so don't look at me with such eyes. There's two things that happen. First of all, the para gets fatter, and number two, the physical girth of the of the mechel device, the word girth, nine. Okay. okay. And, and the you take you take the measuring tape around your waist and you see how much it is, the waist grew. So the Gemara says, What? Be grub. Oh, I yet said that my if it belongs the para to one person and the child to another. What happens with the fatness that it got fatter? Pitma labalkapara. For sure, the value of the pitma goes to the balpara. Nafchemai. What about the girth that it grew? Rapopam labalpara. Because both of them contribute to it because the girth, the baby is really pushing it out, so making it bigger. So clearly that should be maybe so. A potter who sells pots and pans before Amazon. So the, the, the guy comes to town and he comes with his potter with his pots. He brought his pot, his pans in He brings it into Rishus belonging to somebody without asking Rishus. And the and the behem of the Balabais is walking around. He breaks the pottery's potter. The potter has a chutzpah. He comes to Besden and he says, Not only I was there, I want this guy to pay me. They throw him out of Besden, potter the Balachotzer's potter. What about him? If the shore of the Chotzer, the owner of the property, his shore is walking around and he stumbled on top of his kalim. So, and he hurt himself, the shore. Then Balakdir is Chayiv, the Balakdir is Chayiv, because he was the labor shoes. He went in, and either he's Chayiv, they're showing him, say, Al Mazik, or Adam Mazik. Either way, he's Chayiv. What happened to Michnis Bershus? But if he got Rishus to go in there, then, and the Shur of the Balachotzer breaks the Kalem, then Balachotzer Chayim. Case number one. Case number two. Hichnis Peroist of Lachotzer Balabais. What? Isn't it? Who? The Balachotzer? Yeah, the Balachotzer. He's not more than that. Oh, yeah. So, first of all, Shur Bechinim is Chayim. And if you're not watching your Shur, you're a Pshayah. If you're not watching your show, you're But we're you're going to the crux of the sugya, which we're going to learn 
on the continuation on the Gemara. What is this Balachotzer? Is he a Shomer? What, 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 what? what he gave Rishus. What does Rishus mean? Does Rishus mean, okay, I let you in here? Or does Rishus mean I'm accepting an obligation of Shmir on it? That's the crux of the Sugya. We're going to learn in the Sugya, Machlech, the Rebbe, and Chacham. Gemara. Case number two. Not he took in pots and pans. He took his paris in. And the behemoth of the balabais ate it. Potter, the balabais doesn't have to pay. And if the shore slipped on the paris, seems to be same kind of case. You're going to say, why two cases? Waiting for the cashier for one more case. Third case, he put in the shor he took in. So I took in my shor in your property. So labor's just without your thing. Ahmed base, top of Ahmed base, and the shor of the balabais kicked the shor of this person who came in. I have a Doberman that bit your shor. Potter and Potter, why? Because he came in Shalabrashus. If the behemoth of the trespasser kicked, then it's Chayim. Let's say the 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 ox of the trespasser fell into a bar, the Hivish Mamov, and it dried out the water. I had drinking water over there, and because he fell in there, he spoiled the water, he caused me a damage. Chayev, he has to pay. And furthermore, if the Balachotzer's father or son was in there, and the shore falling on it killed him. Mishalom is a kaifer. This guy has to pay kaifer because he was nichnas shalerishos. But im hichnas bershus. If he came in bershus, then balachotzer chay of the balachotzer chay. And the other thing we don't know to your question is what does it mean balachotzer chay? On which case? What is he chay about? On what is it? How far is this chayavon? His animal step. And my animal break your animal hurts your animal. Some chayav on that. Okay. What about? We're going to see in the Gemara. Rabbi Yomir Rabbi says, no, no, no. Bekulon of Lishmer. All these cases, even if I gave you a Rishus to come in, I don't become obligated to pay if my shor damaged your thing. Why? I wasn't Mekabal all of Lishmer. I allowed you to come in, but I didn't accept Shmira, and therefore I didn't allow you to... Um, I did this. So, Rabbi to your question, why do we need three cases? First, pots. Then Paris and then a star. Zok Tosis, small Tosis of Ahmed Aleph. Zok Tosis, Hanach Klose Bobe Sriche. We need all these three cases. Veloizu Abzuk Tana. And the Derech of sometimes the Tana is, we know in the Gemara, Veloizu, not only this, Abzu also Tana. And Tosis explains the Chiddush of each one. Kderis have a minor Bashus Chayiv. Kderis, I would think Bashus Chayiv, Lifi, Shinoichis, Lishover. Because it's easy to break, and therefore I think if I gave you rishus to bring in your pots and pans, I'm mechuyev because mistoma kibul olen Mistoma, I was mekabel that I'm not gonna. I'm gonna make sure my behemoths don't damage. Avol peris loy vitona peris. I would think shenoiches liskalkel. It still can get damaged. These avol behemoth loy. So therefore, it mentions all three cases. Zogdigavon. Name memzayin omed base rabbi two dots. Time the reason the shalobershus. It's mashma the reason if uh, if my shor again. Let's talk like this. You brought uh, a Luzi. You brought 
the Paris, uh, Itzvi, you're here today. I got to lay off Luzi. You weren't here yesterday, so I picked on Luzi. Today, I'm picking on you. Okay, Itzvi, you brought your 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 uh, pots and pans in my in my chutzah, right? And then my shore stumbles on it, then then you're chayev to pay me, correct? Um, but correct, you're chayev to pay me. But if it's bershus, then you're not chayev. My shore got hurt on your pots and pans. It stumbled on your pots and pans. So since you brought in your pots and pans for loy bershus, you have to pay me for the damage to my shore. But if I gave you bershus, it's mashma, it's okay. But if I gave you Rishus and my shore stumbled on your kalem that you brought in, is much my one play. And we don't say, We don't say very good, I gave Rishus for you to bring in it to your pots, but of course, that Rashus entails that you're going to walk, that your pots don't get in the way of my shore. Yes, I gave you the right to come in. That doesn't mean you can put the pots where my shores are walking and it's going to cause a damage. Is mashman what? We don't say that. We say the minute I gave you Rashus, you came in, Itzi, with your pots and you didn't accept any achrayas, what damage your pots may cause. It's evident in the Mishnah because the Mishnah says, Shaloi Bershus. But Bershus, is mashma your putter from the damage your pot caused to my shar? Is mashma you have no kibolach rice you didn't take? So, Gmar Mane, who is that? That must be Rebbe, the end of the Mishnah, the Omar, called Bistama, like Kibolana Terusa. Rebbe says that unless you specify and you say, I'm accepting a chrayas as a shimer. I'm not a shimer. So in the same way, Itzi, once I gave you permission to come into my chotzer, you were not mekabel chrayas to watch over your kalem. It shouldn't damage my shar. And if my shar got damaged by your kalem, you say, Aaron, I'm off the hook. I say, what do you mean? You should have watched your kalem. You say, I never accepted to watch my kalem. I didn't say I accept to watch my kalem. Just... The, the key thing over here to get a, get over is there's a concept of Rishut, but there's a concept of Shmira. Rishut means I gave you right to go there. Does that mean you have a right? Rishut Sarabim, your Pura has a right to walk in Rishut Sarabim. You're sure, not a Pura. Your sure has a right to walk in Rishut Sarabim. Yes, Rishut. Yet if it damages somebody's Ichayev to pay, yes. Why? These are two different things. I gave you Rishut to come in. What? So what did you obligate yourself when you came in with? So Rebbe says, unless I clearly accepted that I'm going to be a shimer, I'm not a shimer. And therefore, the minute you gave me rishos, your behemoth stumbles on my pots, I'm putted to pay. We're talking now on the other guy. Let's look at the next case. The next case that we learned the Mishnah, that if I allowed Itzi to bring it in Bershus. Not only Itzi doesn't have to pay for my shore if it gets damaged, but Balchotzer Chayef. I'm responsible if my shore damages his pots. Why? I was never Mechabal uh, Shmira. Yes, I gave him Rishus to come in, but if according to Rebbe that it's a separate aspect of Kabbalah Shmira, I wasn't Mechabal Shmira. The Amri that's mashman like the Rabbanim. So if so, the Gemara is asking, the Reisha is like a Rebbe, and the Seifa is like Rabbanim. Vesu, and furthermore, the Mishnah finishes off and says, Rebbe Oimer, Bekulam Nei Nechayim, Atshakabal Balabayas Lishmer, 
is the Chmashma Reisha Vesefer, the first case, and the last case goes according to Rabbi, that Stomer Lekibla Leachrais, Umitsiyasi, and the middle case goes according to Rabbana, that Stomer Mekabla Chrais. Why? Because when Itzi brought in his pots into my Rishos, even though I gave him, I never was Mekabla Chrais on it, and yet, nevertheless, you say, hey, if my shark breaks his kalim, I have to pay him. What are you asking, Kashas? Yes, those are two different. They're In other words, the ratio and the middle case is a machloikis and shittis chachomim. One mandomer holds the chachom agree with Rabbi, the Tanakama, and the second mandomer says, no, the chachom argue with Rabbi. Some is also called a shmirah. I accept the shmirah. Rav Omer, no. Kula Rabbanani, all of it is Rabbanan. And according to Rabbanan, when I'm a Kabul Shmira, Stam, Stam is Mikabal Shmira. But if so, what was the question? If Stam is Mikabal Shmira, why, when Itzi brings his pots into my property, do we say, if my shark gets hurt by his pots, it stumbles on, Itzi doesn't have to pay me? If Stoma is Mikabal Shmira, that would also be Kabul Shmira. Dr. Ova, there's a difference. When I allowed Itzi to bring pots in, the shmira that I accepted, inherent in my giving Rishus, was that even if his pots get broken by a wind, I'm going to be responsible for it. Nothing to do with me. What does the wind have to do with me? Because I gave you Rishus to bring your pots into my thing. So Tasis says, great, but how does that answer the other thing? What we want to prove is, why Itzi doesn't have a chariot on my shirt that's getting damaged, right? Because some what our question was, why Itzi brings in his parts. Yes, I gave him his shoes, but my shirt got damaged on his part. And some is beautiful. Rav is saying, look how far when I give you Rishus to come into my property, you know how far that Rishus goes? That I'm saying I'm going to be responsible to you, <laughs> even a wind, which has nothing to do with me. Forget just if my shore damages you, even a wind. If I say it goes that far, that means I'm absolving you from any responsibility towards my object. Because if I'm saying I'm going to be responsible for your object to the nth degree, even for a ruach that has nothing to do with me, clearly I'm. And there are things for Abed Peretz is Masba. Why? Because the reality is, this is my Rishus. I'm going to be there all the time. It's sensible to think my Kabbalist Rishus is hey, you can bring your thing in here and you're leaving it by me and I'm going to watch and I'm responsible for everything. You, you're just coming and going. This is not your Rishus. You're not staying there all the time. So therefore, Rabbi says, the Kabbalist Rishus in this case, in this case, of the Baal HaChotzer was so encompassing that it got the other guy totally off the hook. Even though usually Tome is Kabbalah but in this case, what I was telling Itzi is, Itzi, bring your pots into my thing, and you don't have to worry, I'm taking all Achrayim. Achrayim, I'm taking even for a Ruach. Zog Um... We only say this, we said if he brought in the Paris into the Chotzer and with Shaloi Bershus and my shore uh, uh, got damaged, slipped on the Paris, 
then he has to pay, the one who brought in the parish shows, has to pay the damages of my shor. If my shor slipped on the parish, then you have to pay. If my shor eats the parish you brought in, even shows, potter. My tama, who asked your shor to eat the parish? You ate the parish, now you got sick. That's on you, it's not on me. In what? That's normal. That what that he would eat. Yeah. Yes, you're right. But the point is, you the fact I'm not asking you to pay me for the pay. You brought in your parents and my chutzner. You're not asking me to pay me for my parents. What I'm asking you, your parents killed my shar. He felt sick and he got killed for it. So I want you to pay for it. So you say It's one thing if I was the cause of the mazik. Who caused the mazik? You're, you're going to tell me, Aaron, your shor itself caused the mazik. Who asked him to eat? What caused the hezek was his eating. So you can't blame me. Every hezek we have, what happens? My bar caused the damage. My kadeir caused that. Over here, he went to eat. We're going to see what this far is. Rab must have been half asleep when he said that because it makes no sense. Araya, the sanya we learned. If somebody puts poison before his friend's behemoth, Potter Medina Adam, Medina Adam is Potter because he's only a grammar. Bechayev Medina Shmaim, but he's Chayev Medina Shmaim. So, so he brings a raya. Some amovus. You know why some amovus? He's Potter Medina Adam. Because it's not typical for a behemoth to eat it. Abel Paris, David Achla. You know, a behemoth's going to eat a pear. You see, you would even be So therefore, Rav is incorrect by saying that if you, if my thing ate your parents and got sick, that it's not your responsibility. It is your responsibility because you know a behemoth eats parents. So I see that's not a good riot. So no, Amre, who are din? You're wrong. That Bryce Rav will tell you who are din. I feel a Paris nami. No, the concept of habalishli teichel is true, even by Paris. Not only some amavas, and therefore you'd be off the hook. Pater medina adam. And why does it say poison? The Hiddish is that even poison, even though usually behemoths don't eat it. So I would think maybe the guy who fed it should not even be The Hiddish is that at least he's Chayabadeshamayim. That's referring to there. It's talking about that it looked like a peri, and therefore over there there was also a vida da achla. And nevertheless, you see, you're not chayev b'day shema b'day adam. So Rav is correct. You shouldn't eat it. So places have a little bit to understand, a little bit the understanding of have leishloitoichel. Eh? If he put some amovas in the Shusha Rabbim and the, and the Bahamas eat, is he high yeah, in so that, that, That's his potter. That's it. Yeah, that's the case. I know he's the same amovas. You can't say the reason he's potter, the choshev keruach chayna metzuya. We know the ruach chayna metzuya, that you're basic, and this is a ruach chayna metzuya. The lekama amrinin, the b'shuz chayev gabayoichel chitim v'hitris v'meis. We're going to see later on. Valoshem chayna potter, el hainatama, Rashi says, the Tosis says. 
כיוון שבמסחוון מביא אולוב דובר שמזיקוי, אין רויז דלס חייבה בכך. This is the key difference, Tosha says. When the behemoth goes and eats, so since b'mischaven maybe all of Dover Shemazikai, the behemoth is bringing on himself something that's harmful to him, is no swear to, be, to, to, to charge you even though it's your parents. Normally you fall in, the bar is one thing. Here, he went out to go eat the parents. So Tosha says it clearly, very clear what the what this varad is. Okay, zorti gemar meisve. Oishes shenechsa litchem chetem. So Akapanim he says there's a concept of havalei shleitoichel, and therefore a behemoth that eats and dies because of something he ate or gets damaged, I don't have to pay the damages because I say havalei shleitoichel. Meisve. Oishes shenechsa litchem chetem. A woman goes in to grind wheat. It's a balabayis. A person who has a grind mill. Without his rishus, and the behemoth shabalabais ate up the wheat. Potter, the, the balabais is potter. Why? She came in shaloi rishus. He ate. What about him? Huskov, the behemoth of the balabais got damaged by it. Chayevus, the woman is chayev to pay. Why does it? According to Rav, why is she chayev to pay if the behemoth got damaged by eating the tvur? Neima havalei shaloi teichel. Say the svar havalei shaloi teichel. So the Tosis brings this concept of nechnes to litchoin. Why does it say he went into litchoin? Revutenaket. It's a chiddush. Even though the woman goes in and the windmill was the like the new mikvus. You know how the new mikvus are. You got to put money in the slot or you can't get in. So this windmill was also shalobershus, whatever that means. But clearly she was going to have to pay for the grinding. So I would think maybe that gets her off the hook. Why are you asking from there, thinking it's different than Mishnah? The Kimna, we said our Mishnah, where we said, Rav said, when you brought in Paris and my shoes, and my par got damaged, my shore got damaged, you have to pay. What did Rav say he's talking about? When my par slipped on it, didn't eat it. And there also, when the woman, when we're talking about my behemoth got damaged on the chitim the woman brought in, we're not talking my behemoth ate the chitim. If he ate the chitim, we're talking about potter. My behemoth slipped on the wheat, and therefore you have to pay. Quick more, the karma karlay. Why did the Gemara ask the kasha b'chalal? So, so simple, of course. Why did you take for granted there it meant the behemoth ate it and got sick? Amalach, bishlai masnisin ketona im husko behem. So therefore, behem shochelka behemu. It means in it. Avlochel over here in this case where the woman came with the wheat to grind. It said im huska. She got damaged. It didn't say behem. It just used the expression huska. Veloik tana behem. Therefore, the Gemara assumed nachilu diktana, but really not. No, no. It means it actually means toshma. Another raya. We'll finish with this. Somebody brought his shor into the chotzer balbayish leibershus. Ve'ochel chitim and it ate over there chitim ve'hitris and it got diarrhea umeis and it died. Potter is potter because who asked you to bring your behemah in here? But if I allowed him to come in Bershus, then Balachotzer Chayev. Balachotzer is Chayev to pay. Vamai, according to Rav, let's say, uh, so why am I Chayev? Who asked your behemoth to eat? Yes, I gave you permission to bring your behemoth in, but your behemoth eating, as Tosha says, I can't 
You're asking from a case of We discussed earlier in the Gemara, when I allow you to come in with Rishus, what does that mean? I'm giving you a full Shmira, an unbelievable Shmira, right? So far even that I'm letting you off from your Stamnitirosa. So far even for a Ruach, a wind damages. So in the same way, usually you're right. There would be an answer, or anywhere. But when I gave you permission to your, bring your behemoth and your behemoth, hey, I'm still obligated to pay. So what was the Havim bin the Gemara? The Gemara knew that. Zoktosis. 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 All right, that's on later on the Gemara. Okay, we're going to leave over here. Bez, tomorrow we'll start from a violin. They break the crystal. Thank you. Do you have a, a, they, a, they break a, the crystal doors? They, they break something very expensive. Right. Are they responsible? You mean if they're 